a little bit more moody today because we are not recording in the morning. No. No, no, we're actually recording at night again. That's just a once off, hopefully, because I'm really not a fan of starting this again, as in like starting the, the night routine the night again, routine. because this is painful. But it's okay. We'll, uh, we'll we'll muscle our way through it. We've got a good uh, good juicy episode today. So, I am looking forward to this conversation. It should be a bit of fun. Uh, but yes, this morning when we would have recorded, we found that our animals had fleas. <sighs> yeah. So, that was a bit of an ordeal. We were hand picking them out and <laughs> spraying- It's just a waste of bloody time. Spraying really. so much apple cider vinegar and we used a lot of Castile soap. Well, not a lot, but we used we Castile soap. We washed the dog with Castile soap. And, uh, and did a very now. good job. Did a very good job. Yeah, dried them up. But uh, yes, they're still, as with most tiny creepy crawlies, they just continue to come out of nowhere. So, you ended up going and getting a- Flea comb. Flea comb, which was pretty cool. Genius. Oh my gosh, we should have got that a long time ago. Well, I mean, we obviously haven't needed <laughs> all, it until we now. We have so. not needed it, no. Yeah, well, that's it. Just for fun, though. My gosh, the dander <laughs> that just comes off him. Yeah, oh, it's good. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to sort of say too much on the matter, but that's why <laughs> we are now recording uh, tonight because we did not have the chance to record this morning. But anyway, I digress. <clears throat> All is good. We're moving into it. You had a pretty cool experience yesterday. Was it yesterday? Was it? Yeah. You, yes. Yeah, yeah, I think it, it was yesterday you, when you mentioned it to me. So I sat mm-hmm. down. I'm like, what are we gonna? What's what's the next podcast gonna be about? What's number one thirty one gonna be? Gonna be you know all all about? And uh, you said that you had a pretty cool thought the other day, or something sort of came to you about perhaps where you can go from here, or like what's the next progression or the next step for you? Uh, I would say next step. It's just clarity. Okay. Yeah, the clarity around uh, what I want to focus on. So I know that I want to get back to my counselling or coaching or whatever it is, but I know I was been listening to podcasts, my um, birthing podcasts, which are awesome. And just the way that, that I was listening to a trauma, uh, was it obstetric trauma? Oh, I forgot what's it called. Yeah, obstetric trauma episode, and they were talking about how trauma happens, obviously. In part of that, but I was like, "What is it that's re- that really gets me riled up, or what really could I don't know?" I had this feeling because actually I didn't ask the question. I had this feeling that I could really focus more so on trauma rather than just general counselling or just general anything really, because I haven't really honed in specifically what I want to do. Yeah, it's just been sort of counselling at large, right? Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know what area, I don't know. And I've gone through, like if I think about it and the way they were talking about trauma, this is not just in general, uh, I've gone through a lot and I underst- I've understood it more and more as I've gone and I've worked with it a little bit more for myself. And when someone else goes is going through something, I have that, that pull. That's the pull that I have to help. That's what I've noticed. It's not necessarily just when they're feeling sad or anything. It's when I know what to do or I know what to say. I know how to go about it when they're ex- they've experienced something traumatic or when they're going through something. I can kind of like veer them back. You know what I mean? It's just a natural mm. thing that I can do, but it's probably because I've been doing it for myself. So, I've, and also everything that I've tried as well. I've got all those tools with me as well. So. That what happened when I was just, I was just listening to it, and all of a sudden I just felt like a, oh, that's maybe the direction I can go into, which is interesting because I've really left it alone a little bit. I've been pretty patient with how my career is going to unfold, or what the next, what, what how it, how it's going to show up, or how it's going to come to me, or how it's going to work <laughs> in some way, shape, or form, and. I was just li- I just listened to it. I could really feel I haven't had that feeling for a little while. So when it happened, I'm like, ah, oh, okay, because <laughs> I thought my intuition was kind of gone a little bit because I've just been focused on the pregnancy. I've let everything go and stuff. But when that kind of happened, I was like, that feels good. Oh, you felt that kind of pull again, that in- yeah. as in that intuitional tug that yeah. you haven't sort of felt for a for while. Work. Mm. For work. For work. When was the last time you felt that? 
No. Well, did you probably feel when you were doing the the yeah, art, the spiritual stuff, the spiritual the art stuff. and that kind of thing? The probably theater, I reckon. Mm, that was a big one. That was probably a, and then everything else kind of came after that. But theater, when I started reading it, it was like I was remembering what I needed to know. Mm. In oh, it was it was crazy. It was such a, whoa, it was such a. That was amazing. incredible. So, yeah. so crazy to think back on that time. That that's actually a part of our history. <laughs> I know, right? That when you, when healing. You, yeah. I don't even know if we've spoken about that much on the podcast. I don't think we have. Not that we're, we won't go into it now necessarily. I think I mentioned but just, theater, but I don't think I've really gone into We talked more about it in Nuance. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That, that came up in Nuance, the original podcast that we started. And I think it was, it featured relatively prominently, I'm pretty sure. Mm. But I think for in the process, we've barely spoken about it. Hasn't really been, but that's okay. I mean, it's it's not. Yeah, no, not really. But no, no, like, no it hasn't so, been, right? No, it hasn't. That hasn't no, been not, a part of it for a everything. Long. Everything shut off. So it was more. It was more about the art. I'm so sorry that the listeners had to kind of go through that. Episode seven, user as an artist. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Let's let's not uh, let's not digress too much. <laughs> so okay, you yeah. felt the intuitional pull again, and mm. that's sort of nice to feel activated again, right? Well, yeah, it was like I I feel like I could be of service and I could actually be useful again in in some way, shape, like in a, yeah, in service to community rather than just us and the baby and being parent. to, to To be valuable and useful for the community in a way that I feel confident in is a that that was really nice to feel again. Because that's obviously been a very long time for that as well. Mm-hmm. For you, you've mentioned that you've mentioned that sort of numerous times, feeling useless, like you have no value to contribute to mm. anything, and that's quite demoralizing. Yeah, right? because so- I was going so gung ho with the art and trying to be a service, forcing it and forcing mm. it, which didn't work because no one wanted my stuff <laughs> and what I was like, how what I was serving. Well, you, yeah, you were trying to you, you were the trying to make stuff. something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, everyone they went well. They were all about the free stuff, but I yeah. When it came to the cost and price, I'm like, oh no no no. Well, it was it was. I guess it wasn't really coming from a real place, right? And I mean, you we discussed this a couple episodes ago about basically you were just trying to do everything to obtain money, mm. and so well, in the beginning it wasn't about that. It was actually about that serving that initial moment when I want to help. That's that's the. That's honest, but it turned into um, about the money. Yeah, just for whatever reason. I think because she was just like, well, it can't just you know this is I want it big, I want it there, and then she, it, it became about the money rather than. Well, it was also for us personally. It was our situation, right? We didn't As have, well, that we didn't have top, any yeah, income, yeah. so yours was your your work seemed to be the the most surefire way for us to get income. So that Sorry. that pressure. <laughs> well, that's that's the situation. That's the position we sort yeah. of perceived ourselves to be in at the time. So it makes sense. Like I'm not going to have a dig at us too much about that about miscalculating entirely because at the time in that position in that situation that seemed like this is our ticket. Mm. So we threw we threw all the resources that we did have at it. Mm. Right? We gave it a really good crack, and ultimately, yeah, it kind of fizzled. And we can reflect on it now and go, well, you were in it for the wrong reasons. You were trying to. You were trying to force we're both this in it. to happen. I think we both were trying to make it happen because yeah. we wanted to be successful. Same with me we in the writing. It was a, it's exactly yeah, same with me in the writing. That's why it didn't work and it fizzled out because yeah. we want it, and, but it's just there. The passion about making art wasn't really there. It's it's when I want to and I feel it pulled to do it, that's that that's well, that's when it happens. But it's cost and that, that's just never driven me. Money's I, never driven me. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it felt weird. It felt wrong. I felt like, yeah, it was it was hard. It was like walking up a muddy, like a muddy hill, just in slosh the whole time. Mm. Oh, gross! But survival, yeah. I don't know what would have happened to us or to me had I not devoted myself to that, to actually trying to make that work because of how traumatic that that time in our life was how that period really unfolded for us. It was just one thing after the other and after the other and it was difficult. And, yeah, it just required it required something of us. It required something of me and I think that really did keep me alive because I did learn a hell of a lot. <laughs> I absorbed so much information, which I'm so grateful for now because I now have all of that. 
under my under my tool belt or in my tool belt. Well, it was it was a necessary experience for both of us to go through. Actually, for both of perhaps the directions that we're we're taking in terms of like our work, that was it was necessary in a weird way. It was necessary for us to go to. I had to go through the experience of managing no income, not a small amount of income, no income. So, I needed that so that I could get the experience to learn how to prioritize, learn how to move things around, learn how to view and approach my finan- our financial situation. And for you, you needed to go through that sort of traumatic experience. You needed to go through, uh, yeah, like you said, adding all those things to your, your repertoire, the tarot and the astrology, not necessarily to be used as, as actual uh, tools when mm. it comes to working with clients in the future, but just information that's handy to know and to be aware of. And symbolism. to say, if, yeah, to, you might have learned symbolism really so fantastically, much. right? Yeah. And if you have a client that's coming in and they're talking about symbols, well, then that's information and knowledge that you can draw upon, right? And, and that's going to help you. That's going to deepen your ability to help someone mm. because it's just it's just information that you're aware of, right? It's not necessary. Like I said, it's not necessarily that you're going to be having a session with a client and it's going to be all tarot and it's going to be all astrology or anything like that. It might be none of that at all except exactly for right. symbolism, right? Mm. I mean, if you're doing counseling, you might get back into Jung, which is very – Jung is very much about the symbols and about the meaning. Yeah. I about, really enjoyed learning from him. Yeah. very. He's very much into that sort of more – I wouldn't say a cult, but what would you what would you yeah, sort of call that? Kind of, well, for him, it would be that that kind of it looks it's like extreme because he had the two, he had the two like analytical, and then he had the occult, the spiritual, mm. and he used them both. He goes, you can't have just the um, analytical. You gotta go symbolism. There, there, there is meaning in this. There, are mean, there, are me- there's meaning in our dreams. Yeah, everything we do. It, so it'll it'll all sort of be relevant and come back around. Necessary experience for both of us for different reasons, and now it seems like, as I said, when you don't feel useful, you feel purposeless. It's incredibly demoralizing, and that that ca- carries into every other element of your life to some extent. And you felt that you felt low, you felt flat, you felt tired, you felt useless, you felt you know like a terrible wife, you felt like an inadequate mother. You know, that we talk about sort of what you're going through, experiences that you're going through, which are quite empowering and incredible. And the way that you're going through this pregnancy, I think, is is absolutely amazingly. But there's still elements of you that I'm sure feel inadequate because you're so used to feeling demoralized with just life in general because of what you've the experience that you've gone through. That I guess now to feel that sort of that something, that that little pull that intuitional tug that you haven't felt in such a long time must be even a, even a little bit reinvigorating. And I'm sure that's going to potentially breathe new life into the way you approach, you know, anything. If, if you follow it, if you choose to pursue it. Yeah. Right. Well, that's, that, that's it. It's, it's there and I'm very conscious and aware of it. Not really sure what to do with it yet, but that's okay. But I felt it and I'm enjoying it. I'm embracing that feeling and, it's about now taking action, what direction I want to kind of go into. Like, that's the key. That's that's one of the lessons we learned, right? Oh, <laughs> action, yeah. action. Action. You can't just wait around all the time. There is, there is a place for patience and waiting, mm. absolutely. That doesn't mean that you stop what you're doing, though. It doesn't mean that you just sit around and not do anything and you just go about your day and that's it. And No, you have to still make, make steps or take steps to your growth, whether that be learning a recipe, a new recipe for dinner. Uh, what, what, what have I been doing? Um, listening to podcasts and educating myself. Uh, by doing that and there is something about it that I just really, I, I was just being pulled towards some part of it and I'm like, what is it? I'm Obviously, I'm going through it. I'm, <laughs> I'm pregnant. I'm about to, you know, I'm going to be giving um, birth and it's important to me, right? It's very relevant. But there is something in it that lights a fire within me and I haven't really known what that is yet. And I think it's that when I first um, experienced depression and I realized like I could, I felt it like it was as if it came out of me and onto the person that I was talking to and I saw them like uh, like sink down into depression. Like I, I don't know, drain them or something happened. There was like a transference of um, of that sadness that – and I stopped, I apologized, and I 
said to myself, I never want to do that ever again. I don't want that to happen ever again. I don't want anyone to go through depression again. And that, you know, I've refined that over the years. And it was like, you can't avoid someone feeling something. You can't avoid, you can't control how people are going to take their, their life experience in their life and how they're going to take it, how they're going to live with it, what they're going to do. You just can't. You can only control what you do. So from then on, I started working on myself. I, I was like, okay, what can I do to heal myself so that I don't do that to someone else again? And I think this was kind of a similar, uh, it's like it's not that I don't want anyone to not feel that trauma during pregnancy and, you know, obviously with the labour, I, I won't know until I have it, <laughs> have more of um, one-on-one experience with it. But I would love to find a way to prevent or prepare, not prevent, prepare um, for any kind of situation, any situation that's kind of ahead. Prepare yourself for life in uh, in, a, in a stronger way. Obviously, the, that's the empower, empowerment, empowering each other. Does that make sense? So what you're saying is that you're more interested in as as i guess with an, with a being a counselor you'd help people come to terms with perhaps the past and and effectively navigate the present right i guess mm. what you're saying sounds like you're wanting to help people to put themselves in the best position for the future maybe i don't know i'm just talking yeah so it's kind of just coming out i don't know there's just something about uh, making uh, maybe it's that feeling of Are you talking about mindset you're trying to strengthen people's yeah, mindsets, mindsets for whatever it is just that they're attitudes, emotional strength mental strength because uh, i i hear it, i'm like listening to these women talk and then you hear birth stories and just this is what because it's just what i'm not saying i'm going to be working with i might be i might be working with pregnant women and mm. i don't know and mothers but i there's something there's something about fuck, I lost my train of thought. Um, trauma. What's it? What's it about trauma for you? I'm not sure. I think it's such a powerful thing to experience when you're in it, and not when you let it get to you, but when you move through it and you tra- actually allow yourself to transform. That's that's what I really love about it. Totally. Yeah, and I agree. I I don't. Um, cause I remember she was saying, one of the women on the podcast was saying, she goes, what I love about birth trauma, she goes, it just transforms you and you just transcend yourself and you become something more. And she goes, you, you don't know it until you've experienced it. And I was like, that's, that's what I feel when I'm, when I have that, when I'm going through something so hard, you're pushing uh, whether it's emotional, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, you're you're transforming. You're move, you're p- passing that that pain zone, so to speak, and you're moving past that comfort zone. And you're, I don't know, I don't know what you do. You just expand because it is uncomfortable to grow. You know, even like when the baby comes out, like how resilient is a baby to come out of such a small hole <laughs> and to push and be so squeezed because they said it's like being birthed is like a trauma too because you're just being so so squeezed oh, for sure. and you and then you come out and you into the life into the life huh? yeah i was going to say it's not even just being squeezed it's going from being in a warm comfortable <laughs> you know pool of liquid in the dark <laughs> and muffled sounds to all of a sudden, you know, light and yeah, air all the and you know, mm. no water, you're not floating, you, you know, you, you're influenced by gravity and there's all these, yeah, there's people around, mm. there's, it, it's a completely different environment and it's, totally. and it's not like it's, you know, I mean, it, it's one of those things where it's, it's like, easy, it's not easy. Well, it's not like the baby chose for that to happen either. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, something that, that's that so, that it's so naturally occurs. So obviously, yeah, it's, yeah. it's something that isn't necessarily going to happen for the yeah. child. But I'm sure if the child had its had its own will, it would probably want to stay comfortable and warm. Maybe like we all want to stay comfortable and comfort warm in zone. our own, you know, yeah. amniotic sac, right? <laughs> you know, if we look at our comfort zone like an amniotic sac, no, we don't want to necessarily <laughs> burst out of it because it keeps us safe. It keeps us nestled. It it's keeps nice us comfortable, and warm. It's and it's nice cozy. and warm. 
Yeah. But yeah, I mean, sometimes we go through some really difficult times and it feels like, yeah, we're perhaps being birthed. We're being squeezed into a new a new life, a new mm-hmm. way of being. And yeah. th- I, I, that's why I agree that trauma going through those real, going through hardship, difficult times is is like a squeeze. Yeah. And it's, you're, you're going, you're being squeezed from who you are now and yeah. where you are now into the next thing. And sometimes if, if you allow yourself, you can be squeezed to, if you allow yourself to be, you can be squeezed into oblivion. Mm. You can be squeezed into, to this, just to nothingness, into depression. That's right. In, into, into yeah. apathy, into hopelessness you and demoralization, choose. right? Yeah. But yeah, you can absolutely choose. And I know it's easy for me to say, because I, I haven't obviously experienced some of the, some of the vast traumas that other people have experienced, but I've experienced- Don't some, compare yourself, no, no. honey. I've experienced difficult shit of my own. So I, know, yeah. I do know what I'm talking about because I came through, I came through it in what I would say is quite a healthy way. And it changed my whole perspective and worldview, mm-hmm. and it changed how I view, how I approached my like myself, yep. how I looked at myself, and then how I wanted to be in the world. And navigating that hardship in 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 a more productive way helped me, I think, to deepen deepen myself. And I really appreciate. And then that way, I can actually look back on that time on a really hard traumatic time and really appreciate it for essentially it facilitating that growth. And it's I, I look back on on the pandemic as well, and that was a really difficult time for us. And I'm sure it was an incredibly difficult time for most people. But I also look back on that and I look at the position we're in now, right? And we're in the position we're in now because, of you know, cause and effect is a thing. And there is a certain sequence of events that occurred that obviously led us to here. And during during that experience, it was incredibly difficult. It was it was horrible. It was a terrible experience, and something that yeah, I'm sure I can't even fathom the, the depth of of that experience in terms of how far entrenched into our psyches it, it became. That way of being, that way, that fear, that the, that mistrust for the world, that mistrust for society, all those kinds of horrible sentiments that that absolutely became entrenched at that point the potency of it was insane yeah it was horrible but i also look back on it and say i actually really appreciate it because i i learned so much about myself i learned about my i learned how to be resilient i learned how to stand up for myself i learned how to voice my my opinions in a in a what i would like to think is a more effective way and it also taught me how to i think it actually helped me with my 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 uh, human relations almost, let's say, you know, because I, I got to understanding and I think that's part of what you were saying before as well. You can't you can't change someone's perspective necessarily, right? You can only provide potentially the stimulus for someone else to go, huh, okay, maybe that's a different way I can look at it. Mm. You know, it's, it's, you can be, you can perhaps be a part of someone changing their mind, but you're not necessarily the person, you're not, you're not the person changing their mind. Mm-mm. Only they can change their mind. Only they make decisions. We we are the only ones who make our That's own decisions, it. and we can be we can be a part of someone else's someone else's journey, someone else's changing mind. It's an influence, not the decision maker. Yeah, exactly right. It all it all does come personally and from within. I guess perhaps tying that into you as counselor, or you with whatever whatever the role it is, whatever the role is that you're mm-hmm. meant to sort of step into. It's it's not that you because. You can't stop someone from feeling down. You can't prevent someone from not feeling great and feeling blue and all that. But you can focus on doing what you need to do to train yourself up or to get the best out of yourself in an area that you're passionate in so that if that person who is down and who needs to come and have a conversation with someone about it, you can be there and fill that part of their process and you can influence them and provide your expertise and it's just holding their hand along the way. I would have really loved to have someone hold my hand during a few things in my life. But there there are times where you get to walk alone and that's really important. But to be that person that I wish I had during um, a, yeah, a couple of really big times in my life, I would have absolutely, yeah, I, it would have just helped that little bit more. It's really hard to go through shit on your own and we, sh- we don't, we're not supposed to go through everything on our own. And there are some things where you go like, I've got to walk alone now. Thank you. And it's, it's time to actually 
climb this mountain or face this demon and this monster or whatever it is that you've got to do. And I, with with me, I would think I would just would really love to be that that just helping hand, being like, I'm here, I'm here, talk it out, I'm here. Like, let me be a backpack, you know. Let me a light backpack, not a heavy one. <laughs> but let me let me support you. you know, let me carry you through some things. Let me hold space for you, pretty much. And just let, let's work together rather than you have to figure it out all on your own because that's what I did. And you know what? It doesn't actually <clears throat> excuse me. It doesn't actually work for that long. You can't figure everything out on your own. You just can't. You need someone else's expertise. You need someone else's information and education and their experience in life. They just need it. And especially when we're going through these traumatic, like, uh, like uh, expansive experiences like birth or like pregnancy, like just, ident- just your, your identity shifts and these anything that it kind of stretches you a little bit in who you are, it's – yeah, it's just so important to have that. Mm. I want to. I want to be a part of that because it's one of the most exciting things and the most. It's pro- probably why I, I want to do it is because it's one of it was one. It's one of the most fulfilling things that I've done in my life over time and time again. I've just stretched myself. I've allowed myself to just be stretched and taken and just like taken down the stream wherever it needs, wherever I need to go. Sometimes there, sometimes there are rocks. Sometimes it gets really rough and rocky. And sometimes there are people along the way and sometimes I've got to, you know, set up camp and wait, be patient. And that's at the moment, that's what it's been. It's been I've had to be really patient with this in particular. I've had to have faith that it's going to come to me when I not only just stop and stop thinking about it, but I pay attention to what I'm listening to, what I'm doing in the day. And just being present, being present is, oh my gosh, it's just, I know everyone talks about it, but when you really, when you really know how to be present in a moment and just embrace it, you, you take it, it just, it can change you. It can, it can change you and how you see the world, how you see yourself, how you see your right. And that's what happened. I was there, I'm like, I want to, I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of something. That's what I felt when I was listening to it. I was like, I, I want to be a part of this, but I don't know how. What's my role in, in, in this if I had one? What would I focus on? What area would I love to just be a part of? What do I get excited about? What, can, what do I love helping? What do I love serving? What am I good at? So all of that kind of came up and that just felt really good. It's very inspiring when you start to get that. You start to ask those kinds of questions. When you get that little, that little tickle, when you're listening yeah. to something, I've done that a few times. I've listened to podcasts before as well. I've been really inspired by the conversation being like, I really want to be a part of this. This sounds really powerful. This sounds like it's going to be so, so vital, so necessary. And I, you can feel, you can feel that you have the ability to contribute to that conversation or to that, to that thing. And feel that's, I think that's potentially part of what that spark is mm-hmm. feeling confident in your ability to contribute to something yeah. you know because if you don't feel like you can contribute to something you kind of do feel a bit useless a bit worthless right totally, yeah and perhaps that's what you're sort of getting now you're like i know that i can contribute something meaningfully to this the next question is what is that thing mm. and then how how, how am how? i going to go about doing it yeah because you know, that's yeah you know, for much of our journey we were sort of like the how will happen the how will come the how will come we don't necessarily need to know the how which is which is true. But in, we in at way. least need to know, yeah, in, in a way, in a way, right? We can't plan what's going to happen, how this is going to unfold over the next 10 years, mm. obviously, right? You can be as but prepared we still, we as can, You know, we can try to be, but we still need to take a step. We still need to take maybe two or three steps yeah. and maybe we can look at how we can take those steps, okay. where those steps are to be taken, right? And as opposed to going, let's not even think about the steps to take, you know, it's get that'll just unfold naturally. No, it doesn't. No, no, it won't. No, you know, that's no, no. the action that we learn. It's necessary to take. Mm-hmm. We still need to do that, right? So, if you know that you can contribute, if you feel an inkling in you that you are able to actually productively provide some kind of service or some, you can fill a role, or you can you can fill a hole, a gap here, mm-hmm. or a gap. 
you know, what is the gap? You know, like there's there's plenty of counselors. You know, there's there's I'm sure there's plenty of there's plenty of people that have experienced trauma. There's plenty of people that have experienced trauma and are counselors. Maybe that are trauma counselors in particular, right? Maybe there's not enough people. Maybe there is a gap there for you to jump in and say, Hey, I've had my unique experience. I'm a counselor and I specialize in in birth trauma. Or I because trauma even itself is a very broad category. Yeah, well that that's the thing. It it's, so, it's that's where it's kind of you gotta I gotta hone it down now. What so feels right and well, I mean, you you've previously you know you've previously identified uh, depression as something that you want to really deal with. But I mean, having said that, probably all counselors deal with depression. It's part of the whole mm-hmm. shtick, right? If you weren't going through some kind of mental difficulty or emotional spiritual difficulty you wouldn't go necessarily you wouldn't necessarily go and see a counselor for everyone's it. still each counselor each therapist still has their own niche that right. they're really good at so it's even got to be even more specific so than dealing with even, depression yeah totally I, I i'm not sure about that yet mm. i'm not really sure what area what industry as well uh probably more so in that personal development but even then that's even that's, that's vague that's incredibly so vague and it, it'll, I think as I start, if I follow down this track, like if I have this now in my mind and I sit there and with the with the course and I have it in mind, that's when things will light up. Mm. That, that's when those answers are kind of, uh, kind of coming to me. The, the clarity, sorry, clarity comes with that, that openness to being like, okay, now it's trauma. Okay, what kind of trauma? What area? Who? Women? Uh, young adults, or and it might probably be women specifically. Um, but even so, even still, I'm I really like working with men, and what, I just feel like it's. So I, I don't know fully all those those details yet. So it's like that's that's the stuff now that I have to as well not push because I, I could have totally jumped on this and be like, oh, yeah, oh go go for it. Go, I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna come home. I'm gonna open up my laptop and I'm gonna study and I'm gonna just focus on trauma. But you know, yeah, the last time I did that, there's other times I did that and it really didn't get me anywhere because I was I put put blinkers on I was like tunnel visioned instead of being opened relaxed and patient and just observant with what I'm hearing, what I'm listening to, what actually feels good, what I would like to be a part of. And I know it's going to change because that's just, you know, it, it'll, it'll keep changing and that's okay because I have to. Just, just be open and attentive, obviously, to what's happening. Mm. So what's happening internally for you internally, and wh- where you're where inspiration. I'm being pulled Yeah, to. continue following that yeah. inspiration and yeah. follow that pull. That's which, right. which direction is sort of taking you. So – is is opening up the counseling course and just just going uh, into that probably more like you spending more of your time with the counseling course is that the next step is like is that the first action step? I'm not sure. I don't really know how I feel about it to be honest. So, but I can give it a go. Like this is the thing. I want to. I still want to try. I want to still because I won't know until I don't if I don't experience it. So, sitting down to most of I've I've been really exhausted of. So I want to make that time to sit, open it up and see how I feel now. There's a little bit more clarity. Yeah, I was going to say now that you perhaps have some, you've got some more uh, excitement and enthusiasm for something, mm. maybe you can actually approach that content with that as your uh, your guiding sort mm. of force. Yeah. And oh, just the yeah, Because I know you have, you have felt more inspired to get back into it. Yeah. But it's this is just an extra I need a, sort I need of a reason because I'm like, right. I can yeah. totally just sit there and do it, but I'm still just sitting there and doing it for just cause. For me, it's not enough to just cause do it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate doing that. I need it. I need a reason. I need, there needs to be meaning in what it is. I need to have, I need to have a goal when it comes to, when it comes to this, mm. because I don't want to just take this lightly because counseling isn't something to, like that's, I'd be working with other people's health and my own as well during it. So, yeah. what am I willing to do? What am I and where am I going? Who you know? Like what's the, what's the direction? What's my goal? And I think that's been the biggest question for me about it. That's why I've kind of been like, I'm I'm ready. I can I can probably do it, but not for the sake of just doing it. 
and just ticking it and then just having it under my belt. I want to have, I want to have, I want to be present. I want to enjoy it in each moment, knowing that, knowing a little bit more about what my goal is and where it could take me. If that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Mm. So, because if I, if I'm just doing it for the sake of doing it, and I mean, you know, I could probably do that and then something might inspire me, but I doubt it because it didn't really inspire me before. Because it's a lot of information, but information. I mean, obviously, to me, the the way you, the obvious way to look at it is, you know that you want to do some sort of counselling, or you want to do something in that field. It's not like it's even a question. It seems very, very blatantly clear, and it seemed very blatantly clear for a long time that you want to work with people, mm. right? And the best capacity that you can, or the the most fundamental capacity the most rudimentary capacity that you can work with someone is a, as a counselor, right? So to me, it's, it's like, it's, it's a no brainer to me as an, as an outsider, yeah, as an observer, it. right? Yeah. Is that you are, you're going to be doing in, in some capacity, sure. you're going to be doing counseling. Sure. And that's, to me, that seems like a foregone conclusion. So why Are you saying that that should be my goal? I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that anything should be a goal. I'm just saying right now, as an outsider looking in, that the course seems like a no-brainer to finish, mm. to go through and do right. Not necessarily so that you just be a counselor as such, but you've just it just opens that door up for you, potentially. Yep. You know, to be able to say this is what I do. I'm certified X Y Z. Yeah. You know, I I'm I'm a counselor. And that very, then you can actually start with those credentials, having probably, you know, official clients in that area and then branching into something that's more specific to perhaps what your interests are. I'm not, I don't know, but I'm just, I just from, from where you sort of stand now, that seems like a sort of no brainer. I, I don't know if I'm sort of repeating myself or. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm partially fried. It's been a long week. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I, mean? I don't know what, you, what are you saying. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, I get it. As in to do I'm the happy course. To, yeah, I'm doing yeah, the course. To do, and like I'm happy it. to do it. Yeah. yeah. So having just doing it whilst I'm figuring it out is what you're saying. Well, that, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, so, that's, so yeah, don't don't necessarily they don't have to be mutually exclusive. No, no. Well, that's what I'm saying. This now inspirations come up, and I'm more. I I want to do it now. I want to do it more now. I, do it. I already want to do it uh, and I'm doing it. it. I want to do it more. So it's pulling me a little bit more. So it's that's just going to ramp up. Mm. So, yeah. And I think the patience thing is a real key thing to talk about because I can relate to that as well, mm. especially with the work that I'm doing. It's something that it's there. Like it was, it was always there for me. I didn't realize it, but I was always doing it. In the same way for you, and that's what I was saying, it's like the, the, for you, the funny thing with my experience was that I've been doing this for five years now and I never thought anything of it. And then all of a sudden I had an experience and I was open to it and I put myself out there with it and it was quite successful. And I went, wow, okay, maybe I can do this. And it's so obvious I've been doing it all along. And I was like, maybe that's the thing with you. You don't realize that you've actually been doing this thing all along that you're actually supposed to be doing. Oh, absolutely, and it's, it's, yeah. And it's, it's like you're getting, you're getting closer and closer and closer to it. Yeah, but the less I cling on to it yeah, and try yeah, to figure it, it out. Yeah. The less you try and figure it out and the less you try and – and force your idea of what it is yeah. and project project some abstract notion of what it is. Because it's it's like we think we know what we want to do a lot of the time and it's just not. That's just not what we're supposed we to think, do. Because we think we're thinking it. Yeah. It's in our head. Because I, I thought think. I wanted to be a writer and I was just projecting because I, at the time it was like that's the that's the best thing I could hope to sort of strive for at that right point. Right now, yeah. At, you know, that at that point, point yeah. right? But. In the end, obviously, with time and space and the experience that we had, especially falling pregnant, that was the, that was the, the cataclysm. Really, that was that was seismic. That completely changed everything, and it, com- it completely changed the way we both approached ourselves and our situation. We kicked into gear, and then we we both sort of surrendered a lot more because we had to. Mm-hmm. And in that surrender, in that patience, in that flow, then it became clearer to me what it was that I was to do. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing like I thought I was going to do. It was so obvious that it's what I should have been doing all along. And it, it kind of, when you, when, yeah, when you don't have that, you don't have that expectation of yourself or 
or or a preconceived notion of what it is that you're supposed to do, what your purpose is, you do create space for it to naturally come to you when you're not expecting. In the same way that yeah, this is, I don't mean to dally down a sidetrack here and I'll just, just use it briefly as, in, as a comparison. In the same way that you said, oh, I've given up on men, I'm done, no more after your last relationship. I'm <laughs> going to just focus on myself and work on myself. And then a couple of weeks later, I came along or months. however long, however long it was, right? A <laughs> couple of months. A couple yeah. of months later. Right? Yeah, then I came yeah. along. You weren't expecting it and no. now here I am, mm-hmm. right? And it's sort of in the same way when you relinquish that, that oh, I really... I'm trying because it's it's rather it's sort of abstract. So I'm trying to use that actually as a more realistic example. Yeah. I really want a man. I really want to have a, a a good relationship. I want to have someone sure. there that I can depend upon. I want to have someone there that I can be with every day and I can share my life with. And he has to be this, that, and this, and that. And this it. is how it, how the relationship's going to be yeah. and all that. Hey, yeah, exactly. Have that vision, that idea of it. And if you're so married to it, you start to really build up a picture in your head of of exactly what it is that you're looking for. And in some circumstances, that's great. In other circumstances, it's not because it can completely stifle you because it prevents you from being able to observe the literal opportunities that are all around you. He's probably sitting right next to you. Exactly, right? And it, <laughs> But it's the same thing with this, whatever it is that your, your inspiration, right? You're, you're, yeah. It's like you're sort of catching little glimpses of whatever is actually right, has been right beside you this whole time. Yeah. And you're going, trauma, okay, that's that's a key word. You've, you've recognized something in that. You've seen something. And it's obviously taking you, it's 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 drawing upon your your pool of experience and your knowledge, mm-hmm. even just that word alone, because you, have, you feel as though you've experienced a lot and you feel as though you've successfully navigated it and you have something that you can successfully contribute to the area, right? And as well, I want to learn more about it. Yeah. So that's another a, thing. Yeah, so it's like I actually interest. I want to actually learn more and like the, just go deeper on how how how, how trauma works, <laughs> how trauma happens, how it affects the body, how it affects the mind, and keep going down that track because it, it is it's something that I'm like I feel like I've experienced a lot and everyone has this isn't just me everyone has a level of trauma that they've experienced. D- you can't don't compare yourself to anything or anyone because um, I was talking. I went to see my cousin. She had a baby, and um, she was saying she got like all the classic pregnancy. She's just like I just feel like I, I seem to have just gotten all of it <laughs> during my pregnancy. I was like just nauseous. What? Oh, ah. Yeah, like all the symptoms, like all the morning sickness, and, and like she goes just everything. It's like one thing. She's like I feel like I just got all of it, and I'm like I as in she was pregnant. No, no, yeah, but like, um, it was it was more heightened. She just right. couldn't really catch a break. Whereas, right. you know what I mean? It was like difficult the whole time. Yeah. And then I was like, I I don't feel like mine's horrible, but I don't want to discount the the discomfort that I feel because already that that's I don't want to dismiss any anything any true. Uh, pain or you know difficulty that I'm going to through because we, sh- we should never compare our pain and that to me I felt I was like I'm glad I I felt that because I could have been like yeah I haven't it as bad as you you know I'm sorry you know and then I'm like just totally discount my experience I'm like I'm mm. exhausted I am feeling the emotions I was like nearly cried in the health food store today I was like I get real like this is real it's such a potent experience but I don't want to discount the level, whatever level we think that we should be on or we're not enough. We're, well, I'm not experiencing it enough. So Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. you want to acknowledge the, acknowledge the reality of the situation right. without elevating it to the level of pathology. Mm. Saying it's, right. it's a natural process. Oh, I acknowledge that it's a natural proce- a process. I appreciate it because of that. But it's also it it is it is diff- it's it is uncomfortable. Yeah. It's not the most pleasant experience. But it's something that I know is so necessary, and it is part of a bigger, much more beautiful process, mm. right? And and it's not it's not a negative. It's not a bad thing. No. There's something happening. And it's like, why why would you want to? I don't know. I it's so weird how we do that. We like as humans, we just compare ourselves to others, whether it be with pain or with joy or with like the way we look, the way we feel. Like always fucking comparing ourselves to each other instead of working together to actually be more us and just to be like be more in this experience and be there with each other and holding each other's hand and being present for ourselves in this life not even you know just so then we can 
then share our experience and then be of service to someone else. And it was so nice to just talk about it and be there and acknowledge what we both went through and how her birth was. And I, I was like, I'm so like, thank you so much for sharing that because I know how hard it was. But I like I'm uh, yeah. It was just it was just really nice to be able to have that interaction in a different way than I would have before had I been more reactive. And it was just nice to settle into that. If you had been more reactive, how would uh, you like been reactive? If, um, bef- like, so before I got pregnant. Right. So when I got pregnant, I totally settled down. I'm like, yeah. okay. But how would you approach that conversation before? So I, I don't know. I just feel like maybe I would have gone, oh, I haven't had it that bad. Or like, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. But right. I could have gone about it a different way Okay. as well. Like uh, hormones as well, you know anything is kind of possible but I was really focused I was conscious when I was sitting there I wanted to share I wanted to sit in this space and share this space and be not um it wasn't just about me it was I I don't know it's it was, it, was a, it was really weird I was just there I was very present and I was really enjoying sharing our both of our experiences together and acknowledging one another in that and I don't think I've had that for a very long time if not yeah especially being pregnant it's really Really, hard to a a mutual an interaction that's mutually yeah uh pleasing yeah and where both of you actually get to share and acknowledge each other's experiences and say yeah I felt as as opposed to just being all one-sided yeah all one-sided or um you just know that you both have totally different worldviews or different ways of seeing pregnancy or at the moment that's what it's about and you know it's it's really hard to find someone that's really like-minded that I can see face to face. I've got everyone that I'm listening to is overseas or far, like in another state. So, and not in my um, direct, mm. uh, what's it called? Um, like proximity. Proximity. So it was just really nice to have that. I'm like, oh, it was just, yeah, yeah I don't know. It was it's another experience. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's great. And, I'm glad that you you've got that. I'm glad that you you know have that to continue to potentially draw upon as a as a relationship that has a benefit for you. Mm. Obviously, you know that's 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 what you want. That's what well, you want to have. It's yeah. it's how that again that helps to improve morale, knowing that you've got someone there to fulfill. Yes, you know that you can go and have those kind of deep conversations with someone, and you can. And it's not just me, right? It's it's another woman who's yeah. a mother. Who's going? Th- who's gone through an experience that you're going through? Yeah. So there is a relatability there, and you guys can both talk and deepen your perspectives on the situation. Mm. So it's you can develop. You can you can develop in your ideas and your thoughts, and so can she. And having that mutual development there is, you know, I'm sure that that is a, create a great source of satisfaction, mm. or would be a great source of satisfaction and fulfillment for you, mm. for you both. And right? it was really, it was real as well. It wasn't like we didn't really hold much back. She was honest about the difficult stuff. And um, she said, yeah, it was, it was really difficult. But, um, you know, I'm so grateful that I mm. went through it. And it, there was just so many similarities yeah. in that, which was really nice. How, how does this relate to the trauma you've been counseling? Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> no, because um, the comparison. Right. So instead of like comparing, oh, you know, because I, I could be, because I'm listening to so much information which is, it's more biased, obviously, toward what I want, obviously, because I'm, you know, uh, I want a home birth. I want it to be as natural as possible. And when I talk to someone who isn't, I could very easily be like, no, no, oh, my gosh, don't do not do it like that. And maybe I have done that. I don't know. But it's like, oh, don't do it that way. This is, this is all the information. Oh, my God, just like really push my uh, opinion and what I, I'm like, that's not what a counsellor does mm. and that's not what my role is. I don't want to be like that. It's uncomfortable and I know it in the moment and usually I pull myself up and I say, I'm sorry, actually, you know what, take all that back. This is just information. Take it or leave it. Mm. So instead of being like, oh, my gosh, no, you read this, listen to this and throwing all this stuff at you or at the woman or the whoever I'm talking to, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I don't mm. know if I've, if I've actually done it. Maybe I have, maybe I haven't. Maybe it's just in my head. Life is bringing you experience that's furnishing you with the traits of a successful counselor. Yeah, which and is I'm, which is really cool. Yeah. So it's and it's happening like really subtly. Yeah. But I'm very aware, and You're I constantly think, sort of being nudged or yeah. shoved <laughs> in the in that bloody direction. Yeah. It's it's 
it's really interesting because it is it has been that I've had to be patient to listen and hear uh, what's going on in my in my body rather than you know like listening to and quietening the mind are you still in the process of of acquiring inspiration or uh, oh, is it, is it your patience has somewhat in this department has somewhat come to an end and you can now act or is it st- maybe i don't know we'll, we'll see i guess i, I guess the Just question t- obviously is where to from here mm. it's, it's not an abstract question i mean it like literally I like, know. Where, where to from here well no i know i know it's an abstract question well yeah it's about tomorrow tomorrow um yeah, sitting down, just seeing what um, at the at, at my course, yeah. it's just sitting in front of it and just seeing how I feel and just kind of just going into it again. Yeah, seeing if if the intu- if that's yeah if that's yeah, where if the it intuition feels. Is yeah if that's what's right, pulling yeah. you. if it's not pulling me that way I'll go somewhere else I don't know I'll look up coaching there's something else that kind of popped up randomly which into your head or like on on the phone or a computer or something no in my head right. um. I was driving and listening to it and as that kind of came in and something else kind of happened because they were talking about like midwives and doulas and everyone's different role and then they're like, do you want, if you want to deepen your experience with this, like if you're interested in this and, and I'm like, what would be my place in this had I have one, if I had one mm. instead of me going, oh, maybe I should be a doula. Oh my gosh, because, you know, I'm like, I'm so into all this stuff and this is what I would have done before being like, yeah, yeah. oh my gosh, I would have been and I'm like, no, I'm just experiencing pregnancy. I don't need yeah. to be a doula. I don't need to be no. a midwife. I don't need to be. You're going through a temporary experience. Got, don't, yeah. don't make permanent don't decisions make based on a temporary never. experience. Um, exactly. <laughs> And this is what I this is what I've what I've done in the past. So I've caught myself yeah. from being like, yeah, I could probably be a great support. I could be an amazing doula, and that, but I don't think that's I don't feel pulled to it. Mm. I think they're incredible. I I feel like they do an incredible job. You gotta ha- your life has to be around it. Mm. You're you're on call all the time. You are. It's this. It's a way of life that you are. Yeah, it's that. It's that support. Yeah, no, yeah. So you it's don't a totally. Be a I don't. Fine. Yeah. So it's. I'm not really pulled that way. But I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm, and I'm glad I didn't kind of fall into that again. I'm very cautious. I was very cautious of that. And even listening to podcasts, I'm like, well, I probably because I'm like, if I, I'd have to do doula training. I'd have to do midwife training, and and or the course and stuff. And I'm like, well, I've got a course that I can do already. So. If I just start there, it's more. That's I feel like that's more up your alley. I think it's. Well, it obviously is because it's it's there. It's for me. I've already we paid it off. You're, you're pregnant. It's available to me. You're going through a pregnancy. You don't want to deal with pregnancy on no, a daily basis. Don't. So you're interested in it now, obviously, because it's relevant. To that's you. what I'm saying. The relevant, like right yeah. now, it, it's a relevant topic. Just like when I was learning astrology, astrology was a relevant topic at the mm. time. I don't have to become an astrologer, but at the time I was like, I want to become an astrologer, or you know, I want to be, I want to become a tarot reader. I'm like, you don't have to. Just mm. enjoy what you're doing mm. right now. Just and then, and then the inspiration for whatever comes next might flow from that. Totally. Right. Instead of just like jumping in with like all four legs, <laughs> just thinking that everything that comes into falls into your lap is the right. Is the right direction. Like, this is what I should be doing. Oh, and that was this is what I should be doing. Gosh, it gets you fucking nowhere. There is no, there's no discipline. There's no con- continuity. There's no ease and grace and flow. You're just like, ah, oh, mm. <laughs> just it's too much. Well, it's good. It, did, that, it was too much. Well, we've been through the experience. We know that that's too much. We know exactly what that feels like. Mm-hmm. So, it's fantastic that you are approaching this inspiration differently. Because, and I, I guess the re- you know you probably think now well, we've been through you know we've talked we've had conversations about this we're approaching everything differently, but I guess the difference this time is that it's the first time, probably since the astrology and tarot stuff that you felt that inspiration, mm. because once you fell pregnant all that went out the window totally all of it was gone all the art stuff was gone you put it all away, mm-hmm. and your focus more so became obviously on the pregnancy and motherhood, and it. You haven't until now really had a pull towards something work-related. And so this is probably the first time since then that you've ex- had that that intuition sort of reawaken mm. a little bit for you. 
And so now I guess it's it's perhaps been a, a, an initial test to go, how much have you really learned? How much have you, have you really changed? Yeah. Because last time when you sort of felt this, you really did, yeah, went balls to the wall. I'm going to be an artist. Threw yourself into it <laughs> so many times, threw ourselves into absolutely everything that came across our path. Every little bit of inspiration that flickered yeah. across our consciousness, we, we pursued with absolutely everything at the – you know, to, to the detriment of bloody God knows what because we weren't paying attention to what was around us, right, in the, in the moment. Imagine how much we would have this time, accomplished. <laughs> we could be on Mars right now. Who knows? Oh, uh, you know, but this this time, yeah, you, you're aware of it. You're allowing the inspiration to be there. And it's not that you're ignoring it. It's not that you're procrastinating. It's not that you're not, you're not uh, following it. But it's just you're perhaps you're allowing it to mature on your palate a little bit, and you're assessing whether or not it is something that is is a viable thing that makes sense, that is organic, is yeah, feels natural, and it feels sustainable for you to follow. And it seems it seems at this point that yeah, it could well be, and it could at least from it anyway. You have you do have a clear step, like you have a clear first step to take that you can sit at the computer and open the course mm. and see what happens yeah. and perhaps look at it with a new perspective. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it is nice. It is nice that there has been a lesson learned <laughs> and that this has shown that, that there has actually been a growth, there has actually been a change, there has been something that we've taken from an old experience. Even if it was retroactively, we've still taken it and gone, this is what I learned from that experience that we, ex- we went through and this is how I'm going to do it differently next time I experience it. And you have, mm-hmm. which is great, and you are, yeah, yeah. Because so. uh, yeah, I'm I'm very conscious. I'm very aware of it. I'm very aware of it. I'm not procrastinating. I'm trying. I'm listening. I'm listening to something that I have let go, like uh, letting all that go, all the art and everything. When I totally just threw it out the window or just packed it aside, sorry, packed it in boxes, I. I did also kind of give up that intuitive, uh, that well, that version of what I thought was intuition. You probably just lost faith in it. Probably. In and yourself, I lost faith yeah. in myself. Yeah, totally lost faith in myself to, to be of service in that way. And it was really difficult. But I needed to hear my not my head's intuition but my my but my heart's intuition. Yeah. And that's what has come through and that's what is coming through easier to listen to it's quieter it's gentle it's nice it's got a bit of um it's got a bit of humor which is really nice got a sense of humor and it's just like it's not there's no pressure it's not tight it's not forcing it's not going against a current it's creating my own path you know i'm like i i'm paving my own path absolutely and and you're not in a position like you were in where you have to make money from it well, oh my God, we're going to be bankrupt soon. Like we're not in that position now. So it is It is a lot of things are very different this time. And it, it does. I I love obviously hearing you talk like this and hearing you have these t- this inspiration. That's great because it has been a long time. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm super, super stoked. I'm really, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm excited and I'm, I don't want to, you know, come across and try and make, I don't want me to make it bigger than it is no, right, don't. for you. I yeah. don't want to do that. No. But it's, it is nice to see you or to hear you even saying these words. It's really cool. Yeah, it's it's a new feeling. It's, it's nice. Or, yeah, looking back at it, an old feeling that I haven't had it in a while. Yeah. But um, inspiration when it does come and when it's right and it feels good, it feels good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but I'm not going to ride this wave so high and, you know, just like with, with nothing. I'm going to make sure that I'm, yeah, like just listening to it and just going with where my aha uh-huh is being pulled to, where my aha uh-huh is. Now that you've located again, yeah. Yeah, that I've located <laughs> it again, yeah. Yeah. So just really listening to my body a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. We might wrap it up there then because uh, that was good. I said that was juicy. I enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, if you enjoyed the show, please consider liking and subscribing to whatever platform it is you're listening on and sharing it around with friends and family if you think they might benefit from the conversation. If you wanted to get in touch for any reason, whether to contribute to the conversation, whether to continue it, to uh, let us know your experience or to criticize our take, yeah, you can do that. Absolutely. Uh, If you want to also get in touch and see 
about my financial service. We didn't really talk about it much in this in this episode. Sorry. So no, no, that's okay. There was I, I probably in the next episode I'll talk about it a bit more because I will have posted by then. Uh. I, think, I think. Waiting on bloody testimonies, testimonials. Anyway, that'll happen. But we'll talk about it later. Uh, yeah, just get in touch. The email address is rtppc at protonmail.com. Uh, my Instagram, you can direct message me at, is logan.d.gray. Yours is? My Instagram is yuja.gray. So get in touch if you would like to. That would be great. We would love to hear from you. Uh, but, yeah, that's, I think that's all. I love you. I love you. Let's have a blessed day. Let's have a blessed day or night. Oh, it is night. I'm just going to, I feel like I'm going to fall straight asleep. That's great.